Hello, and welcome to 12-Minute Meditation, a weekly podcast from Mindful and Mindful.org that offers mindfulness meditations that are backed by neuroscience. 12 minutes of meditation a day can be enough to yield benefits like increased attention, focus, and creativity, calm, resilience, and compassion. That's according to the latest scientific research. And so here on this podcast, we make space for you to do your 12-minute practice with guided meditations from today's leading mindfulness experts. We bring you a new practice each week on 12-minute meditation so that you have a way to bring the benefits of mindfulness to your daily life. I'm Stephanie Domet. I'm the managing editor at Mindful and Mindful.org. And this week, Barry Boyce leads a practice to explore what's true. So today we're taking a look at the relationship between heart and mind. What our heart feels is influenced by what our mind sees. This is sometimes one of the reasons that developing kindness, a loving heart, and compassion can be so challenging. The quality of the warmth and openness in our heart emerges not just from generating warmer feelings, but from developing a clearer view of what we're seeing and how we're processing the world. And once we're aware of our preconceptions, we can then loosen our grip on what we think we know and explore what's true. So this practice is drawn from a live guided meditation session from Barry's new course, which is called Come As You Are. And whether you're someone who has a lot of experience meditating, or perhaps you're just at the beginning of your journey, it can be fun and refreshing to explore mindfulness with an experienced guide who knows that meditation doesn't have to fit into any particular mold. Mindfulness is a way of being that can bring a sense of presence and joy to everyday moments. And that is Barry's specialty, really, and it's what he communicates in Come As You Are. It's a down-to-earth course Barry leads with his inimitable blend of grit, humor, and authenticity. And he's been at it a while. He started meditating when he was a teenager. He's now a grandfather. He's been teaching mindfulness for more than 40 years. He co-founded Mindful Magazine and Mindful.org in 2013, and now here we all are. You can find out more about the courses that we offer, including Come As You Are at Mindful.org. That's also where you'll find our podcasts or wherever you usually go for your favorite podcasts. You can consider leaving us a review, perhaps, which can help other listeners decide whether 12-minute meditation is right for them. But for now, for you, here's Barry Boyce. Today, I want to talk about the relationship between heart and mind and do a little bit of guided practice based on that. So, what our heart feels is influenced by what our mind sees. Preconceptions govern what we see, what we perceive. We have lots of pre-programmed habitual patterns that strongly influence how we see the world, how we make our way through it. So they can be helpful to us. For example, a very simple example is that 
we when we encounter a door and a doorknob, we know what to do with it. Um, our preconceived ideas about how uh, roadways work and sidewalks and road signs and all those kinds of things uh, allow us to navigate the world. So they're helpful and necessary. At the same time, our preconceptions can be extraordinarily constricting. Um, it's a funny story. My daughter's friends would say to them sometimes, why is your dad always so angry? And they would laugh and say, nah, he's not angry. That's just his resting face. <laughs> he's not angry at all. Um, so when we enter a situation or look at a person, we have these habit patterns that we've developed and, and inherited um, from our experience that create filters between a clearer way of seeing and what we are perceiving in our mind. And this can create all sorts of uh, anxiety, for one thing. You know, there's a famous analogy of, of from India. You see a rope and you think it's a snake. You're suddenly uh, anxious. Um, so it is the source of so much bias where perhaps in our upbringing, we were influenced by the media around us and maybe people in our family or um, friends or peers or in our community to see particular kind of people a certain way. Part of the goal of meditation is to create more ease and more of an open and gentle heart, gentle toward ourselves, gentle toward others, which enables us to have a more uh, lightness, have more lightness and even more joy in our lives. So when we practice meditation, we can have a very light touch on our thoughts and let, let them go and they become more transparent. So we're not immediately grasping onto them and judging them. So with what I'm introducing today, we can take that process a little farther beyond the regular formal mindfulness practice 
into a practice of contemplation and inquiry. And the watchword or the phrase that applies here in this contemplation and inquiry is not knowing. We're asking ourselves, what's really true? So this can, this kind of inquiry can interrupt a rapid thought pattern that creates a bias. We can actually loosen our grip on what we think we know. Then we have this quality that's called not knowing. Uh, Frank Ostaseski, um, the teacher who works, who's worked a lot with um, people who are dying and ill over the years and with uh, training healthcare workers, for him, not knowing is extremely important. He says, if you're spending time with somebody who's sick or dying, your inclination might be to fill up the space with a lot of stuff. But it's better just to realize you don't really know what they're going through. So you can experience it more intimately when you have this attitude of not knowing. So let's do a little practice here before we close. I'd like you to um, sit up straight and you can close your eyes if you like or keep them open is fine. Feel your body touching the chair or cushion at all the points of contact that you have. Your feet are on the floor. Let's begin with the three, with three fully conscious breaths in and out in your own time. Now, I'd like to invite you in your mind's eye to think of a person or situation that upsets you or annoys you or irritates you. Now, don't choose the absolute worst situation, something that's kind of from mild to middling. Maybe it's something you're some way your sibling relates to you or a parent or a friend or a colleague or a situation that you encounter that you're really annoyed by. So now that you've brought it to mind, I have one in my mind. Now, ask yourself, what do I know? What do I really know here? Is what I'm thinking about this situation or this other person, is it true? 
imagine the thought that you have as this situation or person is annoying you, bothering you, upsetting you. Whatever that thought is, is it true? Now, when you see how you've constructed your way of perceiving the situation, what do you do with that now? Let it go. Just let the situation come to you freshly. There's more openness. And that openness leads to more warmth. So that's all I wanted to introduce today and convey. The approach of inquiring about our preconceptions by asking a question like, is it true? What do I know? Is it true? Having that kind of attitude. That can open our heart. Then feeling our heart, we can generate a more sense of love and kindness. It's also helpful because it doesn't fight against a thought or a bias that we're having. If you push against a bias or a thought, it pushes back. And it creates more pain and tension. You're likely to get angry at yourself or angry at another as a result. Thank you for listening to this episode of 12-Minute Meditation from Mindful and Mindful.org. I hope you enjoyed practicing with us, and we'll be back in seven days with another meditation practice for you.